0: Well, welcome back to our Clarity Podcast here at Fellowship Bible Church. We are seeking to get a clearer picture of the person and work of Jesus Christ. I am Finley. And I'm Garland. And uh, today we are going to take a deeper look at the book of Acts. It is coming up in our reading, uh, in in our kind of clarity series, and so we wanted to give you little overview of some themes and some ideas to be looking for as we begin to read through the book of Acts. And so, Garland, we, we see this is the, the second of two books that Dr. Luke has written, and so he is going to kind of kick off where he left off at the end of his gospel. And so we're going to see the Acts of the Apostles, and a lot of pretty incredible, powerful stories are going to take place.
1: Yeah, it's actually a shame that our bible doesn't have luke and acts together because they're written together they're meant to be volume one and volume two and so uh we've already studied the gospel of luke several months ago in our clarity reading and just before we dive in just a word of encouragement for all of you out there that have been in this clarity journey with us Uh, hang in there uh get if you've if you've had a summer that it was a little bit more difficult to stay in the reading now that we're here pick back up you know don't worry about making it up just Get into the reading and get
0: back into your Bible. Uh, We want to see Jesus clear, and this is a part of that. Yeah, that was was one of the design ideas of Clarity was no matter kind of where you start, stop, come in, it is an opportunity for you to uh, always jump back in. We've got a lot of kind of easy entry points for you. So, so jump into the Book of Acts with us.
1: Well, now, now that we're in August and, you know, school is beginning, kind of, as we're going to see what's going to happen with coronavirus, uh, we want to seriously get a look at what happens when a church, when people that are empowered by the Holy Spirit, living in community, uh, get unleashed unto a city and acts is going to give us a really compelling vision for that. But as we've done in this, in this year, anytime you study a book of the Bible, it's helpful to first get your arms around that book. Same thing with anything you're going to read is what's the story, what's the overall flow, what kind of book is this? And that's the same thing we're going to have here in the book of acts. And so I, I frequently, when I teach people or disciple people, uh, and in, as you disciple out there, those you'd listen to this and, and lead small groups, uh, we want to help people understand their body. Bible, and when I when I when I do this, I'll have people go turn in their Bible to this particular book. So in this case, Acts. And most Bibles will have like a bunch of white space, uh, kind of at the top of that page. And a lot of what we say in these intro uh, episodes of Clarity, write that down in that white space. A so that you can have it there when you turn there later one day, because you'll forget most of what you hear, but B, so you can reteach others. And so what we're going to go over here for these next few minutes, write that down. And If you're driving, maybe when you get home one day uh, today, uh, you know, write that down in your Bible.
0: Yeah, it's, it's one of those things where actually we were kind of preparing to, to talk through Acts, and I just grabbed my Bible. I, I went through this book, um, this really powerful uh, account of what all took place with some guys in my Bible study last year, it was really fun to look back and kind of see some things I'd written down, what was meaningful to me at the time, some of the introductory stuff. And so it, it's a great discipline and kind of helpful thing as we spend a lifetime in our Bibles. It's good to be able to have some of these things that we're learning over different periods of time. So now that we're at Acts, with the book of Acts, uh, first of all, let's kind of see where Luke's taken the story
1: up to this point. In the Gospel of Luke, Jesus is presented as the Messiah, the one bringing the Jubilee year in Luke chapter 4. And then Luke gives a picture of Jesus up in Galilee. But the story in Luke, starting in chapter 9, verse 51, and working all the way through chapter 19, is Jesus on a journey to Jerusalem. He has a date with destiny there in Jerusalem, where he will uh, give his life and seek and save the lost by giving his life as a ransom for many. And so Luke is working from outward towards Jerusalem, and it tells the story of Jesus. Acts is going to be the flip of that. Jesus has purchased victory and he's purchased forgiveness on the cross in his resurrection he's de- he's declared victorious over sin and death and then through his people his followers called the church the the picture will now work from Jerusalem outward. That's the story of Acts. And we actually get that right off the bat in the book of Acts. And so the key verse uh, that gives us maybe the thesis statement, this is a helpful one because sometimes thesis statements in ancient culture are kind of embedded. This one comes right off the page, first chapter, eighth verse in, the disciples have a question about the nature of Jesus's kingdom. What is it going to look like? Are you restoring the kingdom of nationalistic Israel here right now? And Jesus essentially tells them, no instead what i have in mind is we're going to see this proclamation of the gospel of the kingdom go out from jerusalem and then you can think almost like ripple like a, a, a stone thrown into a pond like ripples going out into judea a surrounding area of jerusalem samaria north of judea and then all the way out to the ends of the earth and I even just sitting here talking I can't help but with my hands make those motions. And so that's the picture of acts. What does it look like for the Holy Spirit working in and through Jesus followers to proclaim the message that Jesus is king from Jerusalem to the ends of the earth. And in fact, that's what we're going to see the book as it as it progresses. That's going to be the story. So if you're doing a Roman numeral outline of the gospel of acts, we're going to have the church in, in Jerusalem. That's going to be chapter one all the way through chapter seven. Then we're going to see, Roman numeral 2, the church moving to Samaria. That's chapters 8 and 9. And then in chapters 10 and all that follows in the gospel uh, or in the book of Acts, we're going to see the church to the ends of the earth. And so that's our big picture outline of the book of Acts.
0: Yeah, so you you, you see kind of the outline of where this uh, story, where this kind of collection of, of history of what has taken place, who are going to be some of the main people that we're going to encounter? Who are some of the main uh characters that we're going to see kind of take place in this in this uh account well right off the bat we have to see that the book is primarily about
1: the proclamation of Jesus as king through the holy spirit so the holy spirit will play a central role in the gospel of acts we're going to see the holy spirit uh i like to say the holy spirit will manifest himself as a billboard in this particular book as Luke is describing that those concentric circles moving out. It's almost like the 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 early church was struggling to really understand, wait, this this Jesus thing is gonna really be multi-ethnic, multi-racial, global thing. And so the Holy Spirit will, we might say, break new ground in a very powerful demonstration. The first of those we're going to see is at this day called Pentecost where the disciples are gathered and the Holy Spirit will descend. It's representing the Shekinah glory of God in the old Testament, but no longer descending on a physical building or on a particular spatial location. But it says in Acts chapter two, the first few verses there that the Holy Spirit will, it falls on each one of them. What's the point? The church, this is, this is like goosebump worthy, profound. The church, is the temple of God in the world now that's awesome we got to get our minds wrapped around that the church is the place where heaven and earth meet and you go to see God in the world and then very quickly we're going to see the Holy Spirit on display working through some spirit empowered people and so we're going to get a really uh, we're going to get a deep dive into the Apostle Peter now restored, right, and leading this early church. We're going to see the martyrdom of Stephen, and we're going to see uh, then the one of the New Testament central characters in Chapter Nine. This zealous Pharisaical Jew named Saul will have a dramatic conversion to now see that Jesus really was Israel's Messiah and the world's true Lord, and will become now Paul the. Messenger to the Gentiles, and so Peter will primarily run the Jerusalem and Samaria accounts, and then we're going to see Paul as the main actor as the Spirit works through him to take the gospel into the nations.
0: Yeah, you're going to see you're going to see Peter, and we get a, a picture of this early church and the things that they were wrestling through. Uh, There's a lot of stuff that they had to encounter. What did leadership look like? What did care for the poor look like? What did their theology look like as they were feeling? out what it meant to now take all that Christ had taught them and to continue to spread that message out and then you see Saul who becomes Paul and he he goes on all these journeys and he takes uh the, the rest of his life after his conversion um kind of all throughout that known world that Mediterranean kind of space and he is uh systematically purposefully kind of one at a time making his way through these different cities and kind of going about his uh, mission of spreading the message of the risen Christ. And so that's what most of Acts is going to look like, and a lot of what our clarity teaching is going to be, which is these different churches that Paul is going to encounter as he's going throughout this kind of space and talking about Jesus. Well, there's lots of, you know, theological, not theological,
1: like a lot of historical debate as to why did Paul choose the cities he chose. And uh, one compelling, uh, uh, option I like is Paul went to centers of uh, Roman and Greek uh, idol worship. He went to the most important places where there was, there was we might say, uh, there was a flag that was waving and a banner that was waving for these powerful forces of the Greco-Roman culture. And there, and in those places, He planted the flag of the risen Jesus. Mm. And so that just gets me fired up about what it looks like uh, for spirit-empowered people to go into their culture and into their world with a message of a risen uh, Jesus as king. Um, And so when we look at... The book of Acts, there's going to be, uh, and and as you read it, as you study it in your Clarity series, there's going to be a lot of uh, tension in the book. There's tension internally. There's tension of what do we do with this multiracial, multi-ethnic, no longer primarily Jewish thing. And it's going to culminate in Acts chapter 15 at the Council of Jerusalem. And that's going to be a significant event. In fact, that's the the backdrop of so many of our New Testament letters, Romans, Ephesians, a lot of these letters we say, those are all about the gospel. Yes, but one of the main, we might say, implications of this gospel message is going to be this breaking down of the dividing wall, and that's going to be an internal struggle, this racial struggle that we're going to see all throughout Acts as the church is trying to figure out what it looks like to be multiracial
0: and global. Yeah, just being good students of the of your Bible, Acts fifteen is one of those chapters that is highlighted, earmarked. You just know, like. Acts fifteen is a significant uh, chapter that we all should be aware of because of the implications. It's kind of one of those kind of pivot points where so much happens after that. Mm-hmm. And just for dates,
1: because I'm I'm a I'm a big history nerd
0: are you? Yes. So uh,
1: historians put the death and resurrection of Jesus in either 30 or 33. That's the most likely options A.D. And then the story of acts will conclude with Paul in Rome in 60 A.D. And so uh, the story of acts is going to take place over about a 30 year period, which I think is helpful for me because there's so much action in the book. It seems like it's just man, one thing after another. And in some cases it's it is happening pretty quickly. But this the events of acts will tell three decades worth. Mm-hmm. of the Holy Spirit going out into the world. They, they had internal struggle, so they also had external out, out, external struggle, namely from opposition from Jewish leadership and then opposition from Roman right. civic authorities and the, the idols and the, the, the those who work in, in temples to idols in different cities. And so the message of the gospel, we might say, is a provocative, earth-shattering challenging message to any and all cultures. And what's so fascinating about the book of Rome, uh, the the book of Romans, (laughs) the book of acts is Paul is in the story is depicted as both being challenging to culture and calling to the, to the mattresses. We might say the idols of all these various cities and saying, your idols are worthless and empty. And those idols will fail in comparison to the real, the true King Jesus. But on the flip side, You'll notice in the the book of acts they can't find any charges against these christians it's, they, they don't take up sword and spear and go march on on the capitals they they love their city they bless their city and yet they do so with a subversive challenging message of right. jesus as king and it's the ethic of what it looks like to be a jesus follower in the broader roman and now the broader uh where we live in the western american culture we both love and bless our world And we call to the mattresses all of the idolatrous systems of our world. And we we, we say that there is a king named Jesus, and our allegiance and loyalty is to him. And yet, he's a king with a crown of thorns, not a crown of gold, who offers forgiveness and mercy to those who would come to him and call on him and receive salvation. And so uh, Acts is so compelling. It's riveting. It moves. It's gripping. Uh, I I love reading it. We're going to get to study some of the letters. So when we get to the church in Philippi, we're then going to read the letter to the Philippians. So I'm excited about this fall in our clarity series to get to see how this story of the spirit breaking new ground will take place in the world.